My closet is a graveyard for my guilt. Let me explain. You probably spend 99.9% of your time with your body fully clothed in some kind of fabric. And if you think about the average human life, that's an awful lot of time to be spending with your clothes. So why on earth would you choose to lead a life where you spend all your time in clothes that don't make you happy? No. Well, today I am going to dig into this meaty topic and talk about ways in which you can build a wardrobe that sparks joy. Building the perfect wardrobe, often like an oasis or like the fountain of youth. Everyone talks about it and it seems so close yet so far away. Why is that? I myself have read countless internet articles written by bloggers from all walks of life, giving me their quote unquote pro tips to building a classic wardrobe. There is a lot of focus on basics and well-made pieces, investment pieces. I'll save you the trouble of having to do the reading yourself. I would say most of the time these articles are focused on filling your rack with $100 to $200 t-shirts and a pair of leather pants and calling it a day. And I'm here to tell you that no, you do not need to do that. You do not need to dress like everybody else. But most importantly, that this kind of wardrobe won't always solve your problems. Shocker, I know. And all you really need is to take three simple steps. Hi everyone and welcome to Giving You Everything. Today we will be talking about the importance of building a wardrobe that sparks joy. If you are a Marie Kondo fangirl such as myself, I know the reference first of all is a bit dated but somehow being a hoarder remains timeless. But second of all, that the saying is true. Finding things that spark joy are really important to ensuring happiness overall and a flow in your closet. Let's be clear, this is not a blanket endorsement of materialism, but let's call it meaningful consumption. Spark joy. Every day when I slide open my closet doors, I feel overwhelmed. And I see all of these reminders of the times when I went shopping online when I shouldn't have, or I decided to take a small risk, but I didn't commit to that risk. So can you even call that risk taking? And I have all these random clothes that don't go together and that I don't wear, but I still can't bring myself to let go of. Ah. It's weighing me down physically, spiritually, metaphorically, emotionally, and like literally, literally weighing me down. So today we're going to talk about how you can make room for happiness by building a wardrobe that sparks joy, which is just in time for the new summer wardrobe that is making its way into your life. So let's get into it. Or rather out of it, because it took so long to get this episode edited. Apologies. (laughs) 
The first is to weed out things that are persistent in bringing you pain each time you try to get dressed. Round one, fight. The second is to understand your body and what it likes. Give your body what it wants. Round two. What Charlie really want. And the third is to... Oh, you also need to let go. I think I already said that. Fight. Just kidding. Final round. Why is it important to have a wardrobe that sparks joy? A lot of people may say, you know what? Fast fashion is not for me. Clothing is insignificant. It's not important. Your body changes anyway. Why do you need material items to bring you happiness? Well, I'm here to tell you that your wardrobe doesn't have to be that complicated. And in fact, you can have lots of fun with it. I think a lot of us, or I'll speak for myself, have emotional hangups when it comes to clothes. Clothes and I have a complicated relationship. This should be nice and emotionally charged. Let's go. First, I just want to touch a little bit upon the Komari method. I assume if you're a longtime listener of Giving You Everything, you too, like me, love and respect and admire and thank endlessly the great Marie Kondo. <gasps> But in case you haven't met her, let me tell you a little bit about her. Almost everyone in the world has heard of her, but you know, if you're not one of those people, don't feel bad. But she's changed lives, and one of those lives was mine. As a refresher, if you haven't met me, Marie Kondo is best known for her best-selling book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. The book has a lot of interesting ideas about the way things hold energy and what that means when you have things taking up space in your life. It kind of reminds me a lot of some of the principles of feng shui, which have to do with a one aspect of feng shui involves arranging furniture and things in your life to increase the flow of energy. And a lot of Marie Kondo's practices really support that practice. The main takeaways from her book are that you need to organize in the quote-unquote correct order and you need to connect with every single thing that you own one by one and see if they spark joy. This method has been known as the Komari method, and I can attest to its power and effectiveness. The order starts with clothes because you interact with your clothes on a daily basis and are probably the one thing that you have the least hang-ups about parting with. Highly debatable. But also, did you catch that pun? Although, I slightly disagree. But let's say the way that she phrases this argument is in comparison to more uh, nostalgic items like love letters from an ex or Tupperware that you've been hoarding from all your takeout orders. So, close it is. Close, here we go. So you're supposed to open up your closet doors and this is where the rubber hits the road. The first step you need to take is to liberate pieces that you no longer vibe with, as the kids say. 
But do they say that?、Um, I don't know if they really say that. But before I tried the Komari method, I'll admit, even sometimes now, I find myself looking through my closet and thinking, I have nothing to wear. But of course, my closet is sometimes so full, I can't even shut those doors. So, how does this even happen? One of the greatest mysteries of life. You might say it's because over the years your closet starts to fill with all these online purchases and aspirational pieces that bring you more stress. Than space for self expression. Everyone has those things in their closet. I know I cannot be the only one. And I know you're looking at those things and thinking, but I paid X amount of dollars for this and I have to make it work. Or I just need to wait till my body is in fill in the blank. And you know what? That kind of pressure just fills us with dread instead of desire to wear those things when we look at them. And it becomes this vicious cycle. It might say, It's the circle of life, and it rules us all. So at the end of the day, you have a whole closet filled with dissatisfaction. Imagine waking up every single day to a room full of dissatisfaction. What a way to start the week. Bruh. This is where the Komari method comes in. You need to sit in silence, well, this is what she says, and take every single item of clothing out of your closet. You pick them up. One by one, and ask yourself, does this spark joy? Or, in other words, does this make me happy? And the thing that helped me the most was when I was parting with some of my clothes, is to really focus on this idea. Sometimes you'll pick up a piece of clothing and you'll feel guilt. And you know what? Gut check here, that's not happiness. So, something that Marie Kondo teaches people is to thank the item that they are liberating. And I definitely feel like that makes the process a little easier. I don't know what it is, but I think it's just knowing that we. Can have closure in that way before I stick it in the donate pile makes me feel a lot more at ease when sending it on to its next adventure. I know I sound crazy, but at the end of that process, if you trust me enough and you trust Marie Kondo enough, you'll be left with only the things that make you feel good, which is what you want. And speaking of feeling good, as you're building or adding to or enriching your Wardrobe, something you need to know to ensure that your clothes make you feel good is to understand your body. So, we've all done this hard work to realign the energy of our wardrobes, and you're probably wondering how do I stop myself from slipping back into this hole when I've decided to go on a late night online shopping spree?、Ah. It's not easy, but I find that not only regularly cleaning out your closet helps, but most importantly, understanding your body is key to making sure that every new piece you invite into your life. Really belongs there and is serving you because that is their purpose. Your body is like a canvas, and the clothes are like your paints. And you need to make sure that those paints are making your canvas look good. 
Okay, Ms. Bob Ross over here. A big part of this is being okay with the fact that the body, the human body, is a growing, changing thing, especially the female body. <gasps> and yes, we do grow and change even in adulthood, despite what you or I were led to believe as a kid. And this means knowing your measurements. I think a lot of people feel some anxiety about that because they we are trained to feel stressed about our bodies being certain sizes. But know your measurements. Know what colors you like. Know what your favorite materials are and what cuts you find the most flattering. And this probably sounds like some advice you get at some outdated charm school. But you know what? There's major truth in the fact that trends fade, but style is timeless. Y'all. But. Who keeps inviting this accent to the chat, y'all? Style's not really about having a read on the pulse of today's hottest trends. And I don't really have to tell you this, but I mean, trends are fun and a major part of fashion, but style is the magic moment. It's a moment we're all trying to have when you become a classic using self-expression. Here comes that be yourself messaging we didn't ask for. But okay, we'll take it. And in order to master your craft of serving looks, why? Why? With all this Gen Z slang, you need to know what you're working with, and your body is so a canvas, and clothes are how you'll bring your vision to life. Life is too short for you to spend most of it feeling bad about what's in your closet or feeling like you have nothing to wear. I feel like everyone here can relate to that feeling and it's literally the worst feeling in the world. If you are having a great day, feeling like you have nothing to wear depletes your confidence to the point where you may not even want to leave the house. And that just leads to a whole host of other problems. And clothes have had more of a comfort focus in the last year than a style focus. Who says you can't have it all. But it's never too late to try something new. Unless there's something I don't know about you, you probably spend 90% of your waking hours and even your sleeping hours in clothing. No shade, no hate if you like to be really free. And so why not use this as an opportunity to experiment in fun ways or try new things that add excitement to your life or just make you plain happy because we need more of that. We need more happiness in the world. And your wardrobe is the best place to do that because it is so easy to make a change. If there's something in there that you don't like, swap it out. Tell it thank you and sayonara. Just remember the next time you go shopping or you feel you open those closet doors and think, man, I do not want to get dressed. You can try the Komari method and just look for things that spark joy. Or if you have weekend afternoon with nothing to do, clean out that closet. You'll feel so much lighter. And just know that when you're shopping, you shouldn't be shopping to please other people. It should be a, an experience to flatter yourself. Enjoy it. Have a great time. And if you had a great time here, you can let us know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or sending us an email at givingyoupodcast at gmail.com. We hope to hear from you soon. And in the meantime, we'll cheers to cute summer fits, as the kids say. <laughs>
Please make her stop saying that. I should stop saying that. Understanding your body and finding things that bring you joy. I hope you have all of those things this week. Cheer, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.